I'm not in trouble a lot. Not in trouble a lot. No, if ever. I was gonna. Oh, it's good that you clarified because I was gonna say not a lot doesn't mean never. No, no, I, 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 I'm, I am very liquid. I am squeaky clean. Unfortunately, it's almost the verge of boring. Well, that's one way to start a podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's my boring life and yeah, my boring let's find out how boring our guest is before we begin okay. yeah well i so yeah I, I there are parts of my life that are not boring but i don't think that i am uh I, as far from a rebel or hellraiser as you can probably find yeah well you're in good company so. <laughs> yes and yet people still okay. listen to this so this is great indeed welcome everyone to the crossfit buff podcast if you didn't recognize the other voice that was the one and only squeaky clean dan hilton who is joining us today dan welcome thank you very much how are you feeling good i'm feeling good feeling good because you haven't trained today well no i have <laughs> so i've done three days this week and i did some extra top up yesterday and i might go off and do a swim tonight so i think i think i'm okay yeah. think i'm okay you've got enough fitness in you've banked enough fitness for the for the week yes for the week the weekend is a different story but we'll see we'll see how i feel well, after my swim whether or not i book in for tomorrow morning oh, i was gonna say the weekend's usually when people undo the fitness they've done yeah the week. No. that's when you start taking things out of the bank no 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 I, I try and be consistent i fail but i try i aspire to be consistent it's all very nice. It, it sounds wonderful. I aspire to be. I try to be. Doesn't mean you are, but it's exactly. All exactly. Really it's very positive. aspirational, isn't it? It's, set, it's setting the boundaries there, setting the expectations. Dan, peanut butter, crunchy or smooth, or covered in chocolate? Uh, crunchy, crunchy. Okay, very, very simple. Very, very simple. Do you know what is funny is I actually have a backup question now for when people say they don't like peanut butter. And we had a long run of people saying, "Oh, I don't really like peanut butter." As soon as I got my backup. Everybody is just like just make crunchy, a decision, smooth, folks. make easy. a decision, stick with it, go with it. Yeah, keep moving. That's, that's what you know. Life's too short. It's too short to, to linger over crunchy or smooth peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Nice. What would be your ideal day at the gym? So my ideal in terms of workout or in terms of general day. Wow, I'm I'm left the question very open. I can, yeah, I noticed. Um, so I think for me, my so I come in and Matt Fraser's the the guest coach, and he no, he, he, he points enough. me out. And I don't, he says, want, I don't oh, need no sol- Dan. You are you know by what? far the best athlete here. Come with me. Do you know? What? I don't. I, I think I think the normality is the best day. Right, the best day is is when it feels it feels like you're stretched. It feels like it is. Um, you know, you, you, you come out of the gym, the box, and you feel like you've done, you've worked, but you've not necessarily thrashed yourself. You've not necessarily um, PB'd. You, you've, you've been consistent. You've turned up. You've given it your best. And I think that that is my ideal, my ideal workout day at the gym. You know, it's not, it's not that you've thrashed yourself to with an inch of your life and you're vomiting outside never happened yet touch wood still time still time um but that you've 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 turned up you've put in a good performance you haven't half bothered you you've you've given it your all and i think that that for me is is a good day it's like an amrap day an, I, a, an amrap day or a yeah an amrap day with a strength element is always good oh, that's nice. i actually think wednesday was a really good day um yeah wednesday was a good day actually especially because i came at eight o'clock and we were three people plus Ollie, four. 
So an intimate class. It was a very intimate class. It yeah. was it was actually Wednesday was like a flashback to to some years gone by because Bex were coaching in the morning. So welcome back, Bex. Happy to have you back as yeah, a coach. Yeah, I saw here. that. It's good. And then you know a, a class with like four people in the evening. I mean, it's yeah. like Wednesday. No, Wednesday was never that quiet. To be honest, no, never that quiet when I went anyway. Um, but yeah, it was I'm trying to? Think, I can't remember. Oh, it was the toaster bar. It was oh, it's the box, jump o- box jump overs. Yeah. All uh, oh, the um. Yeah, those split, split jerks. Split jerks. Yeah, which were all okay. I I, I liked them. Yeah. yeah. I, the problem I found, I would have preferred a push press because I had to think about my legs. But that was but fine. Maybe that's why. Well, maybe that's I know, why. I know that's why. How dare they try and make you better? Jeez, oh, it's trying to get my coordination up. But the 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 burpee, uh, not burpee, the box jump overs I found were 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 doable. Actually, I found. Um, it was just puff for me. I just, I just found I, I redlined relatively quickly and was just like, "Oh God, hold on!" Uh, and the toaster bar, I, I always suffer with. That's, that's just not something I have consistently in the locker, so it's not for me. But it was an AMRAP, so you it could go as fast or as slow as you needed to go. Indeed, indeed. But no, for me, it was. I'd had a pretty bad week because I'd just come back from being off with covid and yeah I, and and i don't know whether it's the having covid where i had almost no symptoms at home um although it kind of it re-triggered my asthma again like last time or the just being stuck at home for a few days with the kids and food and wine and things like that and then coming back and no training and then sounds like back. making excuses it, sounds yeah, like making yeah. excuses oh, well, get them in right get them I'm in early. absolutely making excuses yeah, 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 yeah. but monday came back in monday with that one with like Far too much rowing and all the rounds of Monday was pretty brutal. Monday was thirty five minutes of, yeah. of like of, of welcome back, <laughs> welcome back, come back, have some fun. Oh crikey! And yeah. then um, I couldn't snatch on Tuesday. Like my legs were so shot from from Monday yeah, having yeah. not done anything and then doing that. And then Wednesday, oh Wednesday was just nice. It was just like oh everything's feeling good again. It's a nice little AMRAP. And that was exactly the kind of day you were describing when you were describing that, that yeah. day. I was just flashback to Wednesday. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, Wednesday was a good day. day. And and I didn't I didn't come out of Wednesday going oh that was really nice I just came out going well that was quite hard but we got it done and I think you you're right to reflect on it and go actually Wednesday was a good day yeah I came out charged up I went home and I recorded a video made a video it was up until like one o'clock in the morning putting out a video knowing that I had to get up at six o'clock in the morning to go to work but I tell you what it was a very good video and had really nice response to it so it, it was got absolutely worth done. yeah worth my time. And uh, I think Ollie was right. He said, you know, you, the clarity you have after the workout is great. Yeah. Now, uh, we spoke longer on that than I'd anticipated. My follow-up question was going to be, what's the ideal day away from the gym? Oh, crikey. That's a big question, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Like, and I, th- I think that it's like people ask me when, when you have a, like a day off or spare time, like, what do, you, what do you do for fun? And I'm like, I don't know. What, what what you know it, it sounds a really silly question but i i and i think that's one of the things i wanted to talk about today was was for me crossfit is almost um it, it's it's what i think of when people say oh what do you do for self-care and i, I find that that's a really a really hard concept to say about or, or to think about in terms of what do you do for you that you that you don't do for anyone else or or makes you perhaps not in the short term, but in the long term makes you feel better about yourself. And I think for me, you know, going to the gym and coming to the box is, is part of that, that dare I say it, self-care regime. Oh, absolutely. 
I, I think everyone would agree with you on that. Yeah. Well, mm, clarification. I think everyone who does CrossFit would agree with you on that. Yes. I don't know if everyone outside of that would. I don't think. I think when they look at it and they're like, but you look tired and sweaty and miserable when you're doing it sometimes. And, and You did what? Yeah. How? Huh? But yeah. I, I know when, um, you know, when, when Rochelle was pregnant, she had to stop coming yeah. towards the end and then she couldn't come at the beginning. And, and you know, you feel incredibly guilty because you're like, oh, I'm still going. And she's like, you have to go because if you don't go, you know, you're, you're, wor- su- you're yeah. worse to yeah. deal with. Yeah, she's like, no, you're going for me. <laughs> you're going for my sanity. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> I appreciate that. My um, my ex-wife came through one of the pregnancies. Yeah, through through Tom. Um, and yeah, that was... Uh, no, not through Tom. Uh, through towards the end of sort of recovery. And it was definitely um, something that she she benefited from a lot. Yeah. But hey, we'll never know what it's like to try... Well, talking of Bex being back, when I joined, she was pregnant with Charlie. Yeah. And like, you know, we were new to CrossFit. We'd never done CrossFit before mm. joining. And it's like, I mean, it's hum- it, it would be humbling to be beaten by anybody. But when this pregnant lady is absolutely destroying the workout you are like scaling massively and struggling to do, you're like, right, there's got to be something to this. <laughs> you, I think the answer there is you've got to work harder, right? Yeah, clearly. I mean, yeah. Which I sort of did for a bit. <laughs> I don't know if pregnant Bex would beat me now. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's a really bold Let, claim. She probably would. She'd probably beat all of us. She would, yes. Oh, now she's back coaching. She's going to be an absolute monster again. Oh, dear. Yeah. Right, final warm-up question. Go on. I don't know, your eyes just... You're like, oh, you should know this one. Who would play you in the CrossFit Bath movie? See, I was listening to some of the past podcasts in preparation for this, and I heard some of the other previous answers, and I did, I did spend a brief, a brief amount of time thinking and considering, and I just, I could not think of an actor who I would, I would comfortably feel would represent me. There were a couple I thought, oh, what about so and so, and then I was like, oh, but they haven't got no hair. I was like, well, they, maybe they could play it with a wig or something, but I, I don't, I don't yeah. honestly know. Like there were so many. Because it's almost like you're saying, well, what, it's the type of question that goes, what do I see in myself? What do I aspire to be? And therefore, which actor represents those, you know, because you could say, well, ah, Tom Hanks, he's a great actor, but then he's a bit old, really, for me. And then you could say, well, maybe like Tom Hardy. And you're like, well, he's far more well-built than I am and a bit shorter um, and has far more facial hair normally than I do. So it, it's those kind of like qualities uh, to the point, and that's a waffly way of saying, I don't know. Now, what, what I love about this answer, a, a couple of things, is I think like Hollywood has the, the things they can do now. They're, they're resurrecting actors, you know, they're, they're de-aging people. And they're like, <laughs> this actor's got a big beard. There's no way he could play me. And you're like, I'm pretty sure that Hollywood budget can, can stretch CGI, to a razor. Bit, bit of deep learning, you know, remove it, face mask. Yeah, okay. Because right. the reason I ask, what I like to think is that there are people that listen to this that may be like, oh, I can't quite picture which one's Dan. Do I know Dan? Have I met Dan? And then we, and then for the rest of the conversation, they get to listen to it, picturing you as this actor. They're like, oh, that's yes. the person. Yeah, yeah. So I have got a name. Go on. And, and the reason I start getting the names is because people yeah. you fob me off with these kind of answers. <laughs> I've gone for Jason Seagal. Or Seagull. Who 
is probably best known, I think his character was called Marshall in How I Met Your Mother. And he was in, I want to say, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Was he also in the Muppets movie? Yes. Right. Okay, that's interesting. Because again, that that says something about your perception of me, which is fascinating. But um, Similar facial features. Similar facial features. Is what it says. Deals with a lot of Muppets. I mean, I can see it now. I can see it. I really can. Um, he's quite good in that Muppets film, which I have watched a couple of times with my kids. Yeah. So yeah, no, I can live. I can live with. You, that. Can, you can live with that. Kate. Can live oh, with that. I'm so happy that you can live <laughs> with that. Right. You'll see that I've switched off the notes. We're going off script. <laughs> there wasn't much of a script to begin with. No, no, it was good. Right. CrossFit. CrossFit. So I've understood that it's part of your self-care protocol. Yeah. Which I like. And I'm intrigued to know how that started. So I, I think it's I think it's fair to say, and, and part of the reason why I, I kind of wanted to come on here was is 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 to be a bit serious okay. and to get out of a bit of comfort zone. Because you know, CrossFit's a bit about that sometimes, you know, getting out of your comfort zone. And I think that for me, over the last couple of years, I've had a bit of a rough time. Not not that, uh, you know, quite a few people know and, and, and uh, are aware of bits of it. And and that's part of the origin story, if you will, about how I came to CrossFit. So, so I first became aware of CrossFit through Dom, the Dominator machine. Uh, and, and, and I, um, I worked with him for a bit and, and he talked about CrossFit and I was just like, oh my God, there's no way I could do that. Dom is like this ridiculously built, ridiculously successful former Royal Marine. No, this is just not my kind of fitness. Um, and then my ex-wife kind of got involved with it through um, her experiences with personal training and doing stuff. And she said, no, oh, it's really good. You know, it's okay. It's really accessible. And I was like, mm, okay, fine. And she bought me an intro uh, kind of course uh, for my birthday. So I did the intro course um uh, in the in Wandsdyke, and I was like, actually, yeah, okay. okay, this is all right. Who did you do? Who did you do the intro with? I can't remember. Pierre. Yeah. Okay. Um, a long time ago, uh, just one on one, and I kind of, um, and I think actually looking back, doing it one on one was great for me from a skill point of view, but was bad for me because I didn't have a group of other people to kind of come with, and and that was a slight. Uh, I think looking back, I think that's that's really good about the group intros. You have a group of people that you know, roughly, and you're all in the same kind of boat. They're all same kind of like, what are we doing here? What's going on? And that's quite useful. That is an interesting observation because I did, we did a two-on-one intro, yeah. Rochelle and I, with Ollie. Yeah. Um, which similar thing, like was perfect for us because, you know, uh, we had Harvey at the time and he was, yeah. sort of, I think he was maybe at nursery or like he wasn't properly in school. So it was sort of, when were we free? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. idea that we could both be free in an evening indeed, was impossible. Indeed. So yeah, it gave exactly. us this great flexibility and we were able to get it all in and get it done. And as yeah. you said, like you get that very specific feedback for you yes. specifically for you. It's wonderful. Yes. Doing this, I've noticed many of the people when I talk to them about when they got in and how they get excited, they're yeah, oh, we've got this WhatsApp group with the people that joined and yeah. you know, and it's like, oh now three years later we're still the same kind of yeah, group. Yeah. And, and I missed out on that. And I think that 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 was a real thing that I um, I kind of wish I had in the beginning, but it was it was fine. Um, so yeah, so I did the intro course on myself on my own, um, and then I became uh, kind of an eight o'clocker. So I would um, at the time uh, when I was married and, and my kids were living with us, um, you know, I'd, I'd come home from work, 
do some sort of tea, get the kids to bed, and then literally high five, and I'd come out at the eight o'clock. And that was and that was my session. And I was I was relatively consistent those first couple of years um, ish. I would say there were periods where I'd have like through various just stuff going on, working away, maybe a month or two away, and and that was I was very inconsistent. I'd say. But there were bits of skills I picked up. There were bits of um, learning the basics, learning the the ways, the slang, the the language, the, the the environment. Being aware of the open, but kind of going, no way, that's not for me. Um, and and knowing things I enjoyed, things I was naturally quite good at. So some of the strength work, gymnastics, not so much. Um, but kind of knowing those those boundaries. And if I look back at like the notes in my phone where I recorded those early workouts and some of those strengths things, you know, the, the progression has been, been really good. Um, but I know that like, I look at people who've started maybe a year, two years ago now and look how far they've come on. And I go, God, I wish I'd come on that quickly that time, but it was just wasn't, my life was not in that place where I could spend you know, the time and it is a commitment of time. And it, and it is, I think very much a privilege to be able to come so often and I think sometimes we we perhaps overlook that sometimes, but yeah. So so I came to it through um, through just doing the the intro course, uh, and my my then wife, my now ex wife, um, she was a, a stalwart of the the nine thirty crew and would come after school run and stuff. And then I think for me, CrossFit was um, as, as my marriage broke down, and then uh, my wife moved out, and then what transferred just before covid hit was um my kids moved to devon with her I had to sell the family home moving with my parents in somerset and so a lot of my life a lot of the stability of it went away um and you know and and as part of that that self-care regime that i put in place was i went to a therapist so i so literally before this i've just seen my therapist for an hour which is great so this is exactly like that um and I, you know, and I feel that that one of the things that that CrossFit has given me has been a stability. And I always, you know, half jokingly, but actually really seriously, say that CrossFit is the easiest hour of my day. You know, you turn up, you don't have to think, you just have to come and do what you're told. And that is really, um, I think, really, really good. And and for me, I found that really great that I can just turn up. And sometimes, and I think this is one of the things I think I perhaps I haven't done enough of in CrossFit, particularly in Bath is it's a bit quiet in class. Yeah. Not so much now, like, you know, well, not after this, no, but like, you know, so some of the, so, so like, you know, like Al will always take the mick out of me when I close my eyes. So when it's going hard, I close my eyes. He's like, Dan, keep your eyes open. And I'm just like, yeah, I know I keep my, my eyes open. I've always, I've always got my eyes closed on a rower. I know, exactly. And he's like, open your eyes. Come I on. I shouldn't have said that because now, now he'll be looking for it. He will be. He always does. <laughs> but, you know, I think I think that's really interesting is that that for me sometimes I I see the, you know, the hour or so of CrossFit or less is is the easy bit of my day. And it's, it's where I don't have to think that I just turn up. I do. And then I, you know, go off or whatever. And sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm not that talkative, you know, sometimes I am. And I, and I notice some people are really talkative and, and some people, cause I've been going now for about God, four, five years ish, um, is that some people make really good, strong friends in CrossFit and especially in Bath. And, and I feel sometimes a little bit envious that I'm like, Oh, how have they managed to make such good friends? And it's, it's, 
I think it is just about how people approach the class and whether or not they turn up early and they chat and what have you. So, so I think coming back for me, what what I wanted, partly what I want to talk about today was um, is to be a little bit vulnerable and uncomfortable. Well, being comfortable, being uncomfortable about, you know, I think that that people sometimes see CrossFit as almost like that competition thing, almost like this fitness thing, and I, I see it in a very different light. I see it as a as something that's been very stable for me through a really turbulent time and has helped me has helped being one of those kind of um those anchor points i think and i think for a lot of people who you know perhaps move to the area haven't got a lot of friends or have don't know anyone else it, it provides that community that 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 rock in some respects and i think for me that that's what crossfit has been um it's interesting because they you know when you think of like the taglines to crossfit and it's like the unknown and unknowable yeah. And it's interesting because that that is a big sort of selling point for a lot of people, you mm. know, and, and maybe the Dom like people that you mentioned before that have these sort of certain backgrounds or, yeah. you know, I mean, militaristic, yeah. Or, you know, ec- ec- we get a lot of people that have like, oh, I played very competitive rugby or people, this or that. Yeah. And, and they, you know, they thrive on, on the challenge and, mm. oh, well, mm. I don't know. But what's interesting is that for you, it's not unknown and unknowable. It's very knowable. It's like, I know if I go there, there's going to be an hour of my day where I don't need to, you know, go. It's not like going to another gym where I've got to think, all right, what, 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 what am I going to do today? Or, you know, I've kind of got this yeah. programming on. Oh, do I need those weights? Or should I go get those? Well, should I try and use that machine? Oh, what if somebody's occupying this area? It's like, no, I go in and I get told, this is what you're going to do. And you're going to do it for this long. And you're going to do that. And, you know, if you can't do this, you can do that. And you've got all your options there. I, I, I think it goes beyond even, and I'm sure I've said this probably many times on here, that it's not just, oh, you don't need to think about what you're doing, you get told what to do. I think the actual then exertion of doing CrossFit is the only thing that then allows you to properly like switch off from thinking about other things. Because I think other times in life, you might go somewhere and you're told, right, you need to go and do this, 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 and that. And you can do that, but the back of your mind is still running on you know a hundred yeah. other things. Yeah. Whereas when you're in the middle of the, of the wad, you're just like, right, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, yeah. 10 why of is, these. Why does counting become so hard? Oh, talking of of this week was it this week or last week we had the um like 12 reps of tempo yes what yeah. was like squats on a, like bicycle squats and no, cyclist squats and um so the rdls it, yeah and so you were like counting three seconds yeah plus counting the reps yeah. for 12 reps how many times did i lose count in that work yeah and that and that's but it's, it's a good point where you almost it's almost like mindfulnessness you know in terms of like those color those adult coloring books yeah you know, you have to kind of focus a little bit on what you're doing, the movement, quality standards, keep your back flat, you know, remember pockets, knees, you know, all those kind of little kind of hints and tricks around keeping good form under pressure, under, you know, strain. It, it is kind of like you have to engage your brain to that amount, which means that you can't think about the rest of your life you can't think about how busy your day was been or you know the the awful meeting you were in or how stressful this was in or you know trying to find a house or all those other things that go on with life and i think that for me that for me is when i talk about you know crossfit being the easiest hour of my life of my day is that it is and it, it is that 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 regularity and i think what i've noticed over the years is that there were times pre-covid and pre everything going bad 
that I would cancel classes. You know, I was just like, sure, I just got to leave it. It's all right. I'll, just, I'll go next week. And I might go once. I might go twice a week uh, pre-COVID and stuff. And and I think now that's just not, that's not where I'm at. That's not where I'm where I'm going to be. Um, do, do you think that because I, I, I think this, but I, I mean, you know, I don't want to sway your opinion, but I'm, I'm curious. Um, do you also think that the transition to like the booking system and the you having to actively counsel the class versus just not turn up? Do you think that's played any part in sort of being more? Because for me, it's like I the fact that I have to it's, go yeah, into the app actively yeah. kind of it's not just a. I might not make it. It's like, I am deciding not to go. And that seems harder than just sort of being like, oh, oh, it's a bit like, oh, yeah, will I make it? Oh, maybe I'll just go. It it kind of feels like there's some sort of psychological nudge theory in play here, isn't there? In terms of there is some sort of, I have to, I have to press a button and say, no, no, I'm not going to come. Or, or even yes, I am going to come and make that commitment. And then people also can see that you've canceled. So they can log in and be like, oh, Jason, what happened here? But that, I mean, there is an interesting point about that though seeing who's in the class and i do wonder i wonder how that drives behavior in terms of the fact you can see who's in which wad you know yeah. which one it's like oh i don't, oh, I bet the, I don't want to go when they're going or i do want to go when they're going and i've had both personally i've had both those situations oh. <laughs> and it's it's been an interesting um it's an interesting it's, it's an interesting just you know it is it's just the you know the dynamic and and i remember pre the booking systems where you know you just turned up and people usually turned up at the same or similar time and there were rhythms and you just you know you knew you would see the similar people at the same times there was a period when i used to go a half 10 um when you know between between jobs um and i didn't have any work on and i would go at half 10 and i loved going at half 10 and i still love going at half 10 when i can just because it, it just it feels such a nice time to do exercise and it kind of takes up quite a lot of your, of your morning, so it's kind of like, yeah, the morning's done now. That's fine. Yeah, I did. I did half ten today, um, only because because so many people apparently had COVID at the nursery that it was cancelled. So, yeah. I, and I'd only just recently shifted to doing nine thirty with yeah. with Rochelle, um, and it was it was funny because like I had you know I knew I had a lot on today, so actually doing nine thirty would have been convenient in giving me that extra time. Mm. Mm. But it was there was something nice about like oh I get to go and do a ten thirty again because I, yeah. I don't get to do them as much anymore. So that's, yeah, um, yeah, I, I yeah whenever I can or have like a like a Friday or a day off I try and do a ten thirty because it just it's just a nice thing to do. And I think similarly I find like a ten o'clock on a Saturday morning it's quite a nice time to do as well because um, I can never get into a nine o'clock so I just don't bother anymore. On a Saturday morning, everyone's trying to be there. It's massive. You know you're going to get loads of people cancelled because they've they've been on the wine too much. Um, but still, even then, I'm not going to get in. So it's fine. I'll go at 10. I can always get in at 10. Um, and that's, again, that's okay. I like that as well. But I think, again, go back to the point about behaviors and CrossFit and, and CrossFit, but I think it's, I find it fascinating to see how it's changed and the groups of people have changed over the years. Because there's some people who I thought when I first joined who would be here forever and and they've moved on or they've gone and done different sports. And there's people who have come back since we've moved from, from, the, the football club because a lot of people didn't like the football club and they've come here and gone yeah actually now this is really nice and come back and do it and that's i think that that's that's good um i think the football club was was fine for me i didn't mind it 
you know i think the the outside of box i know some people moaned about that but again i think that's that's part of the constantly varied bit right you know you've got to you've got to adapt to your environment and um you know much as i hated running around that stadium it was really good for me because it meant i did more running which i is again not a comfortable thing for me yeah i think the the move to the football club was a really good um I think what would be the right word to use here, like a, a, a real good sort of stamp of approval from the members for the coaching, because at that point it became, it wasn't about the facility. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, yeah, I it was yeah. like, no, I, it's not that I care. I don't care where I am physically. What I care about is who's coaching me and what we're doing here and the community yeah. we've got around us. Um, and it doesn't matter that as you said, I'm running around the football stadium once, yeah. you know, once a week. To, to be fair, or, the one thing I didn't like was the fact there was a picture of my ex-wife in a photo literally at the front. So every time I was squatting, I just had her staring at me, which was not fun. No, no I, now you can have a picture of me if you want. I know, I know. <laughs> I was a bit worried when I kept, when we came, I was like, oh God, I hope they lose that picture in the move. And they did. And I'm really happy about that. It might be over there. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Um, see, this is all the joys that I have with, with, uh, with CrossFit and... and <laughs> and that they you know been through so i think i think for me there's a lot of stuff from crossfit where they talk about you know embracing the suck getting getting comfortable with being uncomfortable that i've i've taken into my own personal life and i think that's beyond the the fitness elements and the 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 other physical benefits of doing crossfit i think that's one of the the mental bits that i've taken from it and i think that that's sometimes overlooked is that kind of I guess you'd call it grit or that kind of like, do you know what? It's going to be crap, but you're going to get through it. So just keep going. Well, I, I think, and, and I'm not alone in this. Actually, I know um, I was speaking with Carl Stedman about this, who's, you know, the UK yeah. manager now. And yeah. Took Ollie's old job, basically, didn't he? <laughs> got promoted. Ollie's got Europe, he's got the UK, whatever, and Ireland, sorry. Um, <laughs> but it was interesting because having this conversation about so much of the the media and not crossfit's media mm. necessarily because they don't actually put out that much media anymore but all the other you know morning chalk ups and different ones that are doing doing media so much of it is like shining a spotlight on the athletes and the games and the competitions and all of that yeah that it it overshadows so much the normal people that are like having crossfit kind of change their life not in a competitive field, but just like, you know, I went to CrossFit and I did this. Transformation. And, and I think that, I don't want to say it's the more important one, but I think somebody who's like athletic and wants to do that, they're going to gravitate anyway to something like CrossFit. Whereas if you don't know that, you know, you're like, you're saying you're taking the kind of all these elements you're learning through CrossFit and then applying them in your life. There may be somebody that could really benefit from a, applying those points in their life who's never going to necessarily think oh probably crossfit is the answer i should go and start doing that because that's going to teach me things that i'm going to take away like that's just I mean, a, yeah, so, a fitness so, thing do you know what i mean yeah so i think i think if someone in general size going oh i'm in a dark place i'm in a bad place do you know what i need i need to go replicate that in physical manner i need to go and absolutely thrash myself or uh you know max out my pbs on these things and uh, deal with my emotional pain through physical pain they're not going to come to crossfit they should do absolutely but i don't think that's something that they market themselves on <laughs> maybe they should um oh, yeah. i i always think the, the well 
what would be interesting is if uh, if ever CrossFit was uh, part of the NHS social prescribing, um, and something that, that, that that's starting to come in in terms of um, preventative care around, particularly around obesity and some of those things, where rather than going right, you need to go and take some diet pills, or you need to go and go on, you know, uh, antidepressants. You know, one of the things that um, the NHS is starting to do more of, particularly around here, is is to do that. Um, social prescribing to say well actually maybe maybe drugs aren't the answer here maybe what you need to do is is go and do some exercise go and do some gardening maybe crossfit could be one of those things um when we when we're thinking about well-being beyond just you know um you know going for a walk and those sorts of things not that you know walking is really important but just kind of other options there around i i guess the like goes back to the the thing we were talking about before right so like yeah going for a walk's great going for a run's great so Mm. for me like I went went for a run at the the weekend it was brilliant because running is that per for me is that perfect thing of like I, I was running was listening to a podcast mm. and in the back of my mind I it, it was like a really nice moment to be like oh actually I want to make this I'm so sad I want to make this video oh yeah I could talk this this and, and like the whole run I'm just running through how I would do it and then when I'm at home, I'm like, great I'm gonna go write that all down and it's just really nice because it lets your mind kind of wander in that way if you're in a really dark place that might not be good right because you're you're running and it's just letting your mind go through all of these things yeah different different things for different people whereas we've talked about crossfit yeah that switch off where you're just like i i can't think about all those things and it's like a nice maybe like a nice break for you and as you said different you know maybe it's for some that actually know running it lets me clear my mind and i can think about focus on other things positive things and i don't have the dark thoughts maybe you know i I don't know but i I do think there is something and i'm not i'm yeah, and I'm not saying CrossFit is the only thing that does this. There are other, you know, high intensity physical exercises. Other fitness options fitness, are available. Yeah, yeah, they're available. They're just not as good, but they're available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there is something there. There's definitely something there, and, and you're absolutely right that the more the more people kind of transition that into a into the more mainstream backed by the right people and the right organisations into look, this is something that can help you the better well, it will be yeah and it, it's interesting how you look at it from a from a national point of view in terms of a cultural view around exercise right so so in britain most of our most of our view on exercise is, is formed at school right we do pe some people like it some people hate it right I hated it yeah same you know i i walked my cross country at school i hated hated exercise at school because it was uh, i wasn't very good at it and it was all about who was really good and it was just horrible Right, I enjoyed rugby because I was a big lad, and that actually being quite big was quite useful there. And therefore, I, you know, did well. See, see, I didn't get that same experience no. for some reason. Who yeah. knows? No, Who knows why? Sorry that. But then, you know, equally, um, when I went to university, and everyone was much much bigger than me, I was like, actually, this is no fun. I'm gonna get battered. I'm gonna stop doing this. I cannot imagine the university you went to where they were all much bigger than you. Swansea, they all were right. all Valley boys. They were huge. Uh, and possibly in uh, a small portion of Peds was involved as well. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, very scary. Pro- probably from tainted supplements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It was it was proper Peds, some of them. My gosh, those backs were very spotty. Um, I, th- I think that, that yeah, it, it's interesting when we, you know, I think back to my parents and their attitude towards exercise. You know, I remember my mum having like Rosemary Connolly DVDs and, uh, you know, you know the Davina McCall of her time sort of equivalents, and and I just you know leg bum legs bums and tums, which they still do. Yeah. Um, 
like five minute abs, five seven minute abs. Yeah, <laughs> just insert your own number of abs here at this point. Um, and how that perhaps has changed over time, and 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 the functional fitness kind of influence um, over the rest of you know, you go to a normal gym now, you will find functional fitness kit. Yep. You know, you you go to Midsummer Norton gym. You know, down in, down in um, the Summer Valley, they have two or three you know rigs that are like functional fitness crossfit rigs and that is because of crossfit yeah i i i think especially when as people come into it now you know not and not necessarily come into crossfit now but just kind of come into fitness now yeah they don't realize how much the landscape has changed yes it's very like there's a lot of things that crossfit normalized that were not normal and you would go to a gym and you just kind of wouldn't see you wouldn't see that at a gym and like and or you know or or people just wouldn't go to a gym because they didn't think it was what they were supposed to do they're like no yeah. i'm supposed to be at home doing fitness dvd not fitness dvds i've jumped ahead in time fitness vhs so that's what i've got my, my tape but jane fonda let's yeah. go back <laughs> and um so i yeah there has been that 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 change but uh, but in the last couple of years like even more so accelerated yeah. with, with the kind of kit you're finding. and, and it, It's interesting there if you look at it and how it's splintered in terms of almost what I'd call like the Gymshark generation and just just how toxic some of that stuff is. I mean, it really is just, um, you know, it, it's, it's fascinating going to a normal gym and watching people do stuff and you're just like, what are you doing? What, what, like, who's given you that programming or where have you got that idea from that that is... That, that is not just good for your body, but good for your health or, or good for your 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 objectives. I find it I find it fascinating. It's good for your followers though, isn't it? That's what it is. <sighs> like that that you know, the the both male and female uh, you know, other genders are available. Kind of like uh, twin sets, the whole kind of you know, dressing up to go to the gym, which you get a bit of CrossFit, right? You do get a bit of the, you know, and, you know, dripping in noble the the the, the Reebok years. You know that that kind of uh, people do buy the same stuff as everyone else does, but but more so in a commercial gym in a, in a more traditional sense. They just come head to toe in that brand, and it's almost like they come and do like you know the booty band stuff or the hip thrusters or you know Bulgarian split squats, which are really good. Obviously, I hate Bulgarian split squats. It's probably one of my least liked exercises just horrible um but just how that has driven a certain culture you know if you look at how much alcohol is being consumed by you know people in the age from 20 to 30 it's gone massively down everyone's all about health everyone's all about trying to to have a certain aesthetic or certain look it seems um and i just i do worry a little bit about how fitness culture has perhaps lost its way a little bit and deviated from from where from from a from an odd perception of what is healthy yeah i I guess it's i was going to say extremes but it's maybe not even the right word but it's it's i mean well it's similar to like the crossfit thing right where you've got you've got like that the the health needle where it's sort of like once you get sort of too fit you're like games level fit that's not really healthy because it you know you're put you're just putting your body through too much and you're maybe not 
not eating and you're eating to fuel yourself for like a level of performance that you're, you're like a you know like a formula one car right so you're like high yeah. performance but if something goes wrong it goes really wrong it's like an engine rebuild yeah. you know it, it's yeah and then you know there's health in the middle where kind of i would, I would say people like <laughs> i'm gonna say i'm really healthy now but like people like us sit where it's sort of like no you're you know you're you're coming you're training you're you're thinking about your eating you're thinking about your sleep you know you're you're trying your best to to be healthy you're like you're being healthy through crossfit and then at the other side you've got unhealthy where people are just doing doing nothing and it feels like the the larger gym culture it sort of gets again that line where it's like yes it's really like alcohol consumption going down that's a good thing yeah it's good you know the gym's being full and not like you know but like the idea of we sell as many gym memberships as we can because we know that people will come in yeah once not come back and yep. their gym membership is just rolling month on month and we're making loads of money and the gym is empty perfect business strategy and now it's like oh actually we've got to think about how many gym memberships we're selling because people are actually coming and using the gym i mean who knew who knew so yeah. you know this is this is all good but then it goes that step too far where it's sort of oh i'm gonna film this person like trying to do that some exercise over there because that will you know then i can put that on my on my tiktok and people will think it's really funny that i'm sort of like and you know it's someone just really trying their best and yeah it becomes th- that kind of and i think that's what again coming back to crossfit that's that's one of the things i really i really like about crossfit is it's quite um utilitarian it, it's not um you get all sorts and i really do mean you get all sorts of crossfit and i've met people who i would never meet or come into contact through what i do or where i live and i think that is that's that that's really that's really a big plus for me for crossfit right that it that is is a community that is diverse by bath standards particularly um and by the region standards even and I think that that is a really good thing. I really like that, um, and I encourage that kind of diversity because it it, it exposes us all to, to different ways of living, different ways of thinking, different ways of being, and that can only be good. And I I, I look at other fitness things. Is that the right word? But, but other fitness kind of types of things you could be into like spinning or like cycling and and they do not seem to have that level of diversity for sure you know if i was into if i was really into cycling uh you know i know there's a group that goes from my village every sunday morning they're all about the same sort of age they're all male they all wear far too much lycra um and you know they they all leave at seven o'clock in the morning get back by 11 they have a coffee and cake and and, and you know and, and that's what they do every sunday and that's great for them love yeah. it but it's very samey yeah and and i and i don't think and and i think for a lot of these things i don't think they are like deliberately excluding people i think they're just set up in a way that means a certain type can easily fit in you know if you've got someone who's like well there's no way i could be up at that time to go and join them because i've got to do this 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 and this first and then i've got to get that sorted and it's like care responsibilities yeah they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to join in whereas here it's like oh you can't come at seven o'clock come at eight o'clock you can't come yeah. at you can't come at ten thirty. Yeah. there's yeah four o'clock at five o'clock six o'clock in the afternoon whenever it you it just allows for that and, and you're right by by bath standards it's very diverse and i remember having this conversation with ollie a little bit when we talked about those pictures that were like kind of being yeah, put up. Yeah. and he was kind of like i don't know this idea of kind of he wished there was a bit more 
like diversity on the wall kind of thing like you could show more for, and, I, and i was actually like but well, these are very diverse pictures actually like everyone in here has got very different situations in life very different circumstances this is the makeup of the gym you can't force it to be something that it's not you're like you're not excluding anyone this no, is sort I, of yeah what, yeah you know I, it's what's available to you kind of yeah, uh, and there's there's a and also who happened to be there that day that those <laughs> pictures were taken <laughs> when the photographer was there taking photos and I, I yeah I, I you know there is there is there is a certain amount of privilege I think being able to come to the gym regularly as regularly as we do because some people do not have that spare time they do not have that ability to come you know two or three times a week uh, to the gym to come and do this uh, and, and that there is a certain amount of, of privilege there. But it is by fitness, you know, class standards. By you know, if you look at some of the some of the yoga school classes that go on in Bath, they're not very diverse, right? And I think that what I like about CrossFit, particularly CrossFit Bath, is you get all ages, all types of people come and do the same thing. And yes, some people will scale it, and some people will, you know, absolutely smash it, and that's okay. And it's all it, it's about you know, I know that I am never going to be the fastest in a wad. That's just not me. That's not. I was not put on this earth to do to do that, and I I am okay with that. I don't know. I think it depends on the wad. It's going to be like some deadlifts for time or something. Like yeah, that. even those, do. even those will suck. Um, but I think that in my, you know, I take I take a certain amount of pleasure and joy from going. Do you know what? I did my best. I turned up. I didn't. I didn't not turn up. And I gave it my all, and that's good enough for me. That that's where I want to be. I think. I think I think it's a good place to be. I hope so. Yeah, I and and I think a well, I think especially going back to like you know your previous comments about kind of self care and mental mm. health and you know the way you view things. I think there's nothing worse than coming and feeling deflated because you you know you set some ludicrous kind of goal for yourself that just you're not going to be happy achieving. I think it's much better to come with the mentality of. Yeah, and we, and because even that can be dangerous because we say it's like it's me against me, like that's CrossFit. It's not you're not competing against other people. It's just yourself, and you're kind of working to improve. But even there, you can have that danger of comparing yourself to like Monday's workout that we, you know, I, yeah. my first one back coming in after being off for a, you know a little while and, and COVID, and mm. even before that of like being away at Sid and and kind of just being pretty burnt out from work and then going away and then coming yeah, back yeah. and working in the the you know the heat that we actually had the last week kind of thing um and i you know i picked exactly the same weights and exactly the same thing and i kind of i was not not dreading but it was like i knew i was sort of setting myself up for failure because last time i think i only finished with like two seconds left and this time i was coming in in sort of a worse position and i was like but i kind of want to see how how i do you know just to kind of know where i am like so, so yeah and it, it, it's interesting you say that about weights and stuff because that, that's something i always i you you will something you will find me in a what do is ask questions i'm always one of those people and i'll go so you know there'll be an rx weight and i'll be like so do i do i go heavier or do i go lighter and usually the question that comes or the answer that comes up in the coach is well it depends dan what are you trying to achieve you know how are you feeling and you're just like oh just give me an answer i just yeah. want to know just tell me how much how much weight it should be and I, 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 and I know what they're saying is, depends on what you're trying to achieve in terms of stimulus, right? So there are some workouts or some days even where you're like, do you know what? Actually, I'm going to go heavier. It's going to be slower. I'll get more, less rounds or I'll get more, less reps. 
But for me right now today, that's better. And there's some days where I'm like, actually, let's let's whiz through this. Let's go lighter, like again on on, uh, on Wednesday with the uh, split jokes. I went a little bit lighter because I knew that I wanted to get more of a, a you know, c- calorie burn or cardio kind of workout from that that day. So I went lighter, knowing that I would be able to hopefully do more rounds. And I think I think that worked out. I think that worked out. But that but that was in my head. That was an active decision about right. This is what I want out of this workout. And I think that that as you say, not comparing yourself to yourself, but kind of going well. What what is it today that I need to achieve? What do I want out of this? What am I going for today? I think is a really important thing to to hold on to and and to and to focus on. And I think what I what I see, you know, when I see people who are quite clearly making progress, right? They've got in their minds, right, these movements I've got down, those movements I don't, or those movements I can do, but not very well. And therefore they're focusing on it. They're coming in open gym. They've got the time, they're investing in it. And you can see the progress they make. And I find that really, um, really inspiring, actually. I do, really do. I take my hat off to those. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've, I've tried. I've tried to be like, and then I'll do some open gym after. And it's just, it's just the time. I mean, what what I should do is obviously not do all of this stuff and all these stupid YouTube videos and 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 but podcasts and stuff. But like, and and then I could use that time to do. Actually, I am very strict on like making sure that those things don't necessarily interrupt my training. I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be in that position where I spend more time talking about CrossFit than doing it. So I've got to be yeah. strict with myself on that. But at the same time, you know, work, kids, family, like just life in general. And then this, if I can come in for an hour a day, that's already, as you said, quite a luxury. So, and I was going to use the word balance, but that's the wrong word because you're never going to get balance, right? And and, and almost trying to get balance is, is, is you're setting yourself up for failure. What I think for me, and I have sort of, um, so so I have my kids come and stay every two weeks. And, and that kind of sets a cadence or a, a rhythm to my life almost. And that is what, you know, what I kind of aim for is not necessarily that there is a, um, a consistency, but there's almost like an oscillation. So you go between some weeks, you'll come three or four times a week. You'll nail your nutrition. You're not eating rubbish. You're not eating out. And then other weeks, yeah, it goes, right? So you might, you might have some chips. You might have a couple of nights on the beers. It just it just happens, right? You might have to go away for work or whatever, and and that limits your food choices, or you're tired, and therefore you grab things you perhaps shouldn't eat, or you eat three protein bars in a day, maybe more. Uh, you know these things happen, but that's life, right? It's not necessarily about going, oh, I shouldn't do those things because they're always going to happen. It's about right, that's happened. How do I then get back on track? Yeah, I think sometimes it's just helpful to like pull back a little bit on where your consistency graph starts and ends so if yeah. you're looking at consistency week on week you know what one bad meal in a week it spikes yeah. your graph like terribly in the wrong direction yeah if you pull back and look at six months you can be like yeah there were a couple of days or a couple of weeks that you know i indulged more than i should have on something or i yeah. or I, you know dropped off coming to the gym for whatever reason i wasn't you know i wasn't feeling well but when i look over the course of six months yeah pretty happy with how consistent mm. i've been in and and that's where like you know all the the you know what board and all of that being able to track and sort of week on week sometimes numbers go up they go down but when you go back six months or a year it's much easier to see that oh okay yes there was some fluctuation but 
the end point hopefully is, is yeah so and, and even then not always but you know again like if some something has happened in your life then you you quite often know that oh the numbers have gone down yes i was in the hospital for six months so that's understandable yeah. like you can bigger picture you can kind of um it, it's in, yeah it's interesting if you use any of the apps like my fitness pal or um you know some of the connected scale stuff so i so i have a, a, a wi-fi scales um and I, I weigh myself every day ish and then i look at the, the weekly average um and that gives me certain certain indicators about you know how my body weight and all that's going and stuff and and that's just one factor that i play into well how am i doing you know how am i what's what's my health looking like um so i i think it's yeah you're right it's absolutely not about looking at a week in isolation or a day even in isolation it's about looking at the overall trends and and what are those habits what are those behaviors that you're building to to get you into a better place and i think for me crossfit although it is varied although it is you know you never know what it's going to be and you might work you know compound lifts or like today you might do some turkey's get-ups or whatever that that is um over the long term you know over a consistent period that's about building that that kind of baseline of fitness and working all different things in a consistent way over time and i think that's that's where i've noticed the programming get get better i think definitely in the last couple of years where you've seen that kind of right here's a six-week block we're going to flip you know tuesdays and thursdays around or even Wednesdays as well, um, and you see that progression and see that even though it's varied, there's still a structure, there's still a plan to, to, to help you build. So, yeah. I'm hearing lots of positive things about the most recent sort of change to the programming. People are very happy with what Shaxx is doing at the moment. and, and oh, I think happy is a strong word. Let's People are very um, accepting of what <laughs> is happening yeah. now. No, I think it's nice. You're right. It's got the, the good, you know, there's a good degree of variety with getting some strength days, some skill days, some longer cardio days, some kind of classic CrossFit days. Yeah, a little bit, something for everyone and on a different day each week. So something for everyone. And if it's the thing that you love to do, but it's the day that you just cannot come in, don't worry. The thing you love to do will be on a different day next week and you'll, you know, you'll have a chance to run around for half an hour if that's what you like or hardly move, but lift some really heavy weight if that's what you like. There's, There's something for everyone. Dan, wow. I feel like this this has been kind of a therapy right it's been uh well very cathartic no but i and i think i i think and part of my reason coming on is like you know sharing a bit of my story like i have been for a rubbish couple of years you know and it's been a bit hard at times a bit like crossfit but i broadly broadly says out the other side and i think that if if there's if there's anything to take from that if there is something to take from that, it's that actually doing the, you know, doing the fundamentals well, you know, getting your fitness in, getting your sleep in, you know, seeking help if you need it, um, be it therapy, be it antidepressants, be it whatever it is, that's all cool. It's all okay. And I think that there shouldn't be any, there shouldn't be any shame or stigma in, in seeking help and getting, and getting support around some of this stuff. So I think, for me, the thing that CrossFit has given me has been that that stability in quite a, a turbulent time. And I think that is a really good thing. Yeah, definitely not a bad thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I think that's great. And 
and this is where and this is why like even with the podcast there was a big shift you know and initially it was just mostly ollie and the different coaches coming yeah. on and we were it was a lot more just information about what was happening and, and we still do that but yeah, yeah ollie's a really busy guy hard to get him on the podcast but i i started <laughs> bringing him. yeah i started bringing um you know different members on and, and yeah. that was when people really started like sending messages and being like oh you know, i listened to the one about so and so and it was oh you know i so nice to hear their story and you know, I, I see them actually quite often but i just never really had a yeah, chance yeah, to speak yeah. to them kind of thing i have a feeling this will be one of those situations where like i see dan in the corner all the time but we never really yeah. chat and now you know they they know a bit more what you, of what you're going through but i think it's nice that then you can you know i think we've all got we're all you know we're all going through different stuff so yeah, it's yeah. just nice to be like oh actually yeah some of the points he mentioned that's pretty you know that's good advice actually I, or, or maybe even yeah i hadn't thought about it that way for me or you know yeah. i was thinking about skipping the water a couple of times but now i realize i really should come because actually i do always feel better after or it is that hour of a day where i can switch off kind of thing yeah and i i think i mean weirdly or, or badly is um is <laughs> some people have come to me about you know oh i know this friend is going through a divorce and this and this and this and i've gone right well they need to do that and that and that and these things will help them and it's it's you know it's it's a terrible thing to say but but when you when you talk to people who've been through similar situations and through experiences, they do have some advice. They do have some help. So you know, I'm always up for a chat if people want to talk to me about any random crap. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, I, th- I think for me, it's it's been it's been first podcast I've ever been on, uh, and I've kept this heavy microphone up all time. Well done, uh, isometrically, and that's my word for the day because I'm not going to do today's word because I'm watching them out the window, looking like they're in a world of pain. So I'll leave them to it. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. I've really appreciated it. Oh, this might be tricky then because you've said you're quite quiet. But I sometimes like to ask if you if there's anyone you would nominate to come on the podcast that hasn't been on. Or even if they've been on and you just think they should come back on. Well, that's a big question. Uh, I think, who do I think would be really good? So I was listening to some of those. Um... Oh, I don't know. Because conveniently, a group of people are running past the door right now. So I I don't know know if you know any. Ali's been on, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I I think what's, I think there's a, there's a couple of it. So um, I think it'd be interesting to do some thematic stuff, like get a couple of people to talk about some of that. So you mentioned about like the ex-professional athletes, be interested to hear some of those talk about it. And also some of the military people. So we know, I know that we've got quite a few who've got, you know, ex-military backgrounds or being in the military um, and how that transition for them from, you know, where, where, where they're allowed to literally spend their days doing phys or, or physical education, how that transition then either whilst they're still in the forces or coming out of the forces, how coming into something like CrossFit kind of replicates that, that, that phys environment, I think would be interesting. Okay, there we go. Somebody write that down for me. <laughs> Get your secretary to do it. Yeah. Jimbo, write that down for me. I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And on that note, we'll end it there. Thank you very much. Cheers, man. Thanks.